Hi there, happy new month and welcome to another episode of the talk show. Since the of last month, I've been discussing on the intimacy series and this month I'll be doing a continuation on that series. On this episode today, I'll be talking on the subject sex in Eden. I believe that if we enjoy God's idea for our marriages as God ordained it to be, then we must understand and have deep insight into the operational standards and principles of the first marriage illustrated in the Bible under God's original plan and then model our marriages in line with these principles and standards. Then and there we'll be able to enjoy God's idea for our marriages, which is heaven or not marriage. that our sexual experiences is largely dependent on the atmosphere we create in and around our homes. The atmosphere we create between our spouses is what greatly influences the sexual intimacy and the sexual fulfillment that we enjoy in our marriages. Now I would like to talk on, I would like to look at 10 unique atmospheres that, that, that we can see in the marriage in the Garden of Eden. The first atmosphere that we saw uh, in the Garden of Eden was that they created an atmosphere devoid of gender segregation. What do I mean by this? The first demand saw the woman and said, "This now, this is the bone of my bones and the flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was born out of the man." This this simply illustrates that the man saw the woman as of equal value, equal worth, and equal importance. Not he didn't see her as inferior to him. He didn't see himself as superior to her. And this actually greatly would have greatly influenced their sexual experiences. Now, if the man sees the woman as inferior, then the man will not care so much about the mental and the emotional feelings of that woman. He will just be selfish as to meeting his own selfish sexual needs. He will see the woman more or less like a sexual object that must be subjugated and must be ready to satisfy him at any time whether she likes it or not there are marriages that are like that they don't have an they have an atmosphere of gender inequality gender subjugation the husband sees leadership in marriage as a means to subjugate his wife the wife is feeling and acting inferior to her husband she cannot express her emotional and sexual needs the way she ought to and that is hampering the, 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 the success and the fulfillment of their sexual life now in their home sex is awkward it's not it's not fulfilling it's not exciting it's not adventurous why because they are not created an atmosphere devoid of gender segregation and we must create this atmosphere in order for us to enjoy deep sexual intimacy with our spouses the second atmosphere we can see was that they created an atmosphere of deep knowledge and acceptance of one another they were not forced on each other 
Even though God brought the woman to the man, God didn't force the woman on the man. God didn't force the man on the woman. The man saw and the man accepted what he saw. I want to say this. If you are yet to marry, don't allow any woman in position as to who you should marry. Don't allow it. Don't allow anybody to impose on you who you should marry. This will greatly affect the success and the fulfillment of a marriage. It will greatly affect it because you need to accept the personality of your spouse in order to connect well with your spouse. And if you cannot accept your spouse the way you should accept your spouse, then you cannot connect with him or her the way you should connect with him or her. And if you cannot connect emotionally and mentally, then you cannot also enjoy sexual fulfillment in that All you'll be doing is just sex will just be like more or less like an obligation. Sex will just be more or less like a routine. Nothing exciting about it, nothing fascinating about it. I know there are some people that are victims of this already. They are married and they are married to someone that they 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 don't naturally accept they, they were, their spouses were, were imposed on them. I really, I, I really feel sorry for you. But I believe that you there's still something you can do. You can still learn to understand your spouse. You can still, you can still make it your duty to know your spouse and to grow to accept your spouse. There could be something great out there. Something great will still come out of that. But please, you must create an atmosphere of deep knowledge and acceptance of one another in order for you to connect sexually the way you should connect. When you accept each other this way, you'll be able to you'll be free with one another. Some people have married based on pity. Please let me say before I go on on this point, please let me say this. Don't marry anybody based on pity. Because you you made a mistake, you had sex with that that person and you got pregnant and you had a child for the person does not automatically mean that you should legally marry the person. That's the truth. You have made the mistakes, correct your mistakes and make right choices because marriage is, is, is a lifetime thing and you must, you cannot afford to make critical mistakes in this particular decision. Life transforming decision. You must not make any mistake. And it is very important. The third atmosphere we can see that they created was that they created an atmosphere devoid of sexual comparison. No sexual comparison. They married as pure virgins. No, no past uh, sexual partners. Nobody to compare their sexual performance with. No pornographic pictures. No pornographic videos. Nobody to compare their sexual performance with. So therefore, they are able to explore themselves and enjoy and have a feeling of satisfaction and fulfillment in their sexual life. Now you must understand this, that if you be fulfilled sexually in your marriage, then you must read your home from any form of sexual comparison, maybe pornographic video or the performance of your past uh, uh, sexual partner and things like that, read your home from that, read your home from it. In order for you to enjoy sexual, deep sexual intimacy with your partner, in order for you to be sexually fulfilled, you must read your own from every form of sexual comparison. 
you are having sex with your partner and you are thinking of, of your eggs mm-hmm. that used to be good in bed, you cannot enjoy God's idea for your marriage that way. You must read your mind from such thoughts and connect the way you want to connect. The fourth atmosphere we can see that they created was that they created an atmosphere that was devoid of negative emotions. Emotions of fear, emotions of shame, emotions of worry, emotions of anxiety, emotions of, of abuse physical abuse, emotional abuse, verbal abuse, that was not there. They were in an atmosphere of purity. Nothing to worry about, nothing to be anxious about. God was their provider, He was their supplier. Everything that they needed was made available for them in that time. They read themselves from every form of worries and anxiety. When you are worried and anxious, you will not be able to connect with your spouse when you should connect with her. If your mind is full of worries, when you are doing, when you are in the sexual heart, your mind will be connected to that thing that you are worried about, not the sexual, not the sexual, not not, not your spouse. And if you are not connected to your spouse in the heart, the way you should connect to your spouse, then you cannot enjoy sexual fulfillment the way you should enjoy in your marriage which also influences and affects the reality of the ideal that you eventually enjoy in that marriage. They were not afraid, there was no emotion, negative emotion of fear, nothing to be afraid of. No fear of contracting STI, no, no fear of, uh, uh, there, there was no infidelity in their midst, no fear of unwanted pregnancy, no fear of uh, uh, thinking, uh, oh, my mom, husband may feel I'm loose if I express my emotion, and it's no fear, none of such fear. They were living in an atmosphere of full confidence and positive emotions. They had no idea, they were totally alien to any knowledge of evil. The fifth atmosphere that we can see that they exhibited was that they created was that they created an atmosphere of contentment and originality. No pressure. They did themselves under any form of pressure. A lot of marriages are under pressure because they were not they are not contented. They want to be like another family. They want to like an act like another couple. And it's so terrible in this age of social media charades and and make believes so that a lot of marriages are living false lives. They are living to impress their neighbors. They are living to impress their church members. They are living to impress their co-workers. They are living to impress the world on the social media. And their home is in disarray. They want to be like another person. They want to compete with this family. They want to compete with that family. I am telling you, if you are not contented, if you don't create an atmosphere of contentment and originality in your marriage, you will not be able to connect the way you should connect together in that marriage. And you must understand it. In the Garden of Eden, there was there, they created an atmosphere of contentment and originality. They were the standard of marriage. No one else. They made themselves the standard. God, the, the, the only person that they look up to was God. They were not under any form of pressure. Financial pressure, pressure from competition, they were not. They were contented. They lived in an atmosphere of contentment and originality. And if you enjoy sexual movement with your spouse in your marriage, then you should 
you too must create that atmosphere of contentment and originality. Now, the system that this is atmosphere that they created was that they created an atmosphere of trust. They had they, they trusted one another, they trusted themselves. There was trust between them. It was that same trust that made the man Adam to take the, the food from the woman. Trust is the same trust. It was an atmosphere of trust. Trust, like I said last in the last on the on the last episode, I said that, that trust is what sort of defies everything together in marriage. Trust is stronger than the love feeling. It's more important than the love feeling. Yet if you want to enjoy God's ideal in your marriage, trust in their that atmosphere of trust made them to be free with one another, made them to be free to express their sexual needs, made them to be free to express their emotional needs, made them to be secure enough people to expose their sexual vulnerabilities, made them to be naked as they ought to be without fear, without shame. That trust, that atmosphere of trust made them to, to, to live a life of fulfillment when there's trust in a home. That is, you trust your partner. Your partner, you, you, you trust your partner that your partner is faithful. Nothing to be afraid of. When there is trust, there is connection. Trust brings connection, deep connection. And when there is deep emotional and mental connections, definitely there will be an even on hand experience of sexuality. The sexual experience will be heavenly. You know, Eden simply means a, 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 it's well as a place of delight, of great delight, a place of happiness, a, a, a place of earthly paradise. This described as an earthly paradise. This means that if you create an atmosphere of trust, this atmosphere is in your home, then you can enjoy earthly paradise. Earthly paradise of sex. I mean, good sex. You are connected the way you should be connected. Sex will not become boring. It will not become uh, washing. It will not become robotic. It will not become mechanical. It will flow the way it should flow. When there's deep mental and emotional connection and an atmosphere of trust, but then sexual connection flows without forcing it. And you must understand. Another atmosphere that they created was that they created an atmosphere of serenity and privacy. That's the seventh atmosphere. They created an atmosphere of serenity and privacy. It was in a serene environment, free from distractions, free from anxiety, free from worries. It was in a serene environment. When the environment is, is serene, that once in a while you try and get out of your home and go to an environment that is more serene. You can go to an hotel, you can go on a vacation and that creates a different vibe for you sexually. A different vibe for you sexually. The privacy, you need privacy in order for you to express and explore your sexuality the way you want to express it. 
without privacy, when there's no privacy, then sex becomes awkward. Sex becomes something that you are conscious of, or you are conscious of your surroundings before you do. And when you are conscious of surroundings, before you have sex with your partner, then you will not be able to freely express your sexual needs, to be able to freely express your sexual needs the way you want to express it. Take for instance when you are reaching your gas, when you are experiencing your gas or orgasmic es- uh, experiences, and you you want to you want to mourn, you want to you want to talk, you want to you want to express yourself the way you are feeling, but the environment is not private. Then everything becomes awkward. Everything becomes tight-fitted. So you must create an atmosphere of serenity and privacy in order to enjoy sexual movement. Eden was an was a, was a place of serenity and privacy. Water flowing from various directions. Imagine it was a place of serenity and privacy, and that must have actually had a positive influence on the sexual experience of the first couple recorded in the scripture. The eighth atmosphere we can observe that it creates was an atmosphere of open and effective communication. You know, they related with God freely as friends too. And I believe that this must have also influenced and affected the way they actually relate with one another. They would have related with themselves as friends. And when you create this kind of atmosphere, then your sexual life will be exciting, will be fulfilling. Because sex, in fact, everything about marriage is life dependent on communication. And most importantly, sex is the sexual development is dependent on how open you have in your communication. When you are when you want your husband to touch you in a certain way, you are free to say it without feeling awkward, without feeling that he will think that you are loose or promiscuous. You are free to express what you need, how you want him to touch you, how you want him to caress you, how you want him to stimulate you. You are free to express those things in an atmosphere of open communication, sexual fulfillment is present. You can enjoy sexual fulfillment when you create an atmosphere of open and effective communication. It is very important. Now, the ninth atmosphere that we can that we can see that they created was that they created an atmosphere of creativity and passive exploration. No restrictions, really. No limitations as to how they can explore their sexuality. I'm not saying that you go into sexual perversion, but I'm saying that they, they had an atmosphere that they can really express their sexual needs. You know, in the Old Testament, the honeymoon, the, 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 the right duration for honeymoon was a year. A young man that has just gotten married will be excused from any form of military uh, activities for a whole year to stay with his wife. Wow! Wow, you know, they will have time, enough time to explore their sexuality, to appreciate their physical outlook, to appreciate their their nakedness. They can do it anytime. Anytime is a good time. Four times in a day, three times in a day, as much as they can do. 
no time restrictions, no this up, no, no, not this upward sexual timetable that some people have in their marriages. Every time is a good time. There's spontaneity. There's room for spontaneity. I understand that some people have that timetable for them to be conscious and but I'm saying that if you want to work, if you are truly intimate as you ought to be intimate, there shouldn't be such timetable. Any time is a good time. So far that so far both of you are ready to go down to the on the act. It's a good time. Every corner is a good corner. It's not just having it on the bed every time. They're not rigid about it. The floor is a good surface. Every surface is a good surface. Every corner is a good corner. The kitchen, the toilet, the 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 the, the any the, the sofas, any place, any surface. So far they have their privacy. Some people, the only place they have sex in their house is inside their room or their bed. And you think sex will not be boring to you? No, it will be. Definitely, it will be boring. Some people, the only, the only star they have ever done over the years in their marriage is missionary star. The wives keep on that, the husbands come on in, on her, and they do the thing, and that's it. No, no creativity. No creativity. And you think that you will be sexually fulfilled, but you know it doesn't work that way. If you want to enjoy sexual fulfillment, you must create an atmosphere of creativity and exploration. Explore your 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 bodies. The Bible says that the the one the body of the husband belongs to the wife. The body of the wife belongs to the husband. Be able to explore your bodies. Be able to say, oh, this is where I want to touch me. This is where I want to touch me. This is this is what I want. This is what I need. You are able to try new styles. Even trust God for inspiration. Trust Holy Spirit for inspiration for fresh styles that will create fresh spark. Your, in your home, in your marriage. I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit can give you this. Because I believe that the, the first marriage they didn't have any prototype of sexual intimacy. They didn't have they didn't have any. They didn't have the books to read, they didn't have any video to watch, they didn't have the social media to get information. They only had themselves and God. And at God, I knew that they enjoyed this. They had is they had a good time sex, sexually. Because I believe that everyone that's married. It's not just about staying long together, it's about staying fulfilled. And sexual fulfillment is part of fulfillment in marriage. So God must have given an inspiration as to as to how to, to go about it and new styles, fresh styles, inspiration about how to explore their bodies and maximize their sexuality the way they should maximize it. So every corner is a good corner, every surface is a good surface. Any time is a good time. Spontaneity. No restrictions, and that is why we advise that once in a while get out of your home in order to be adventurous about your sexual life. That brings new spark, new fulfillment, new, new, new vibe into your sexual life in your home, even in your in your marriage, in your, even in, in, the, in your entire marriage. It brings new life into it. Go for vacation; it doesn't have to be expensive. And because you travel down home to visit your in-laws does not mean that you cannot still be sexually intimate there so far that you have privacy there. You can squeeze in time, squeeze in a place to have it, you can be on the chair. Have good time together, that bonds you. Now when you are sexually bonded, the way you bonded, when you are sexually fulfilled in your marriage, it also reflects on the way you are able to work together in the assignment that God has given you to you. 
And this is very important. They created an atmosphere of creativity and exploration. Create an atmosphere that you can be creative sexually with your spouse. An atmosphere that you can explore your sexuality the way you should explore it with your spouse. And the final thing I'll talk of is this. They created an atmosphere, they lived in an atmosphere of love. You must create the what kind of love atmosphere in your home? Agape love is what binds all these things together. Do you know what? In order for you to be sexually fulfilled, then you must have the God kind of love towards your spouse, towards your wife, towards your husband. Because the God kind of love makes you not to be selfish. And you want to enjoy sexual fulfillment selfless about it. That is your goal is that you want your husband, you want your wife to enjoy this habit. You are not just after your own uh, uh, fulfillment, your satisfaction. You don't just want to want you just want to go there, download and, and, and stand up. You want your wife also to come to, 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 to enjoy sexual pleasure the way she should enjoy it. So therefore because of this, you, you are able to bond together. Love binds you together and it helps you to enjoy the, the, the sexual fulfillment that you should enjoy in your marriage. I believe that if you can create this kind of atmosphere in your home, if you can have this kind of atmospheres in your marriage, I believe that you will be sexually fulfilled and you will enjoy sexual intimacy your spouse the way God ordained it and therefore this brings you to the reality of God's ideal for your marriage which is heaven and earth. I trust that you are able to get something on this episode and I believe that as you have from these things you'll be able to enjoy better intimacy, sexual intimacy and fulfillment in your marriage as God ordained it to be. Thank you for staying tuned tonight. God bless you, stay safe and bye.